Welcome to the very first episode of our brand new podcast, Daddy Sharps. I'm Luke Ducey. And I'm John Martin. Yes, you are. We are just two dads, like a lot of you out there who used to work in TV journalism. But along that way in that career, we always had a passion for sports betting. And over the years, we learned a thing or two, sharpened our skills, and we decided to not just make money for us, but try to make money for other people and help you guys along the way. That's right. So we land somewhere on that sharper side of the square sharp spectrum for sure. And yeah, why not put that talent to good use and share those bets? So here's what you can expect from us and the Daddy Sharps podcast. Tune in every week for our best bets on NFL and college football. But that's just for now. We've got a lot of sports to cover throughout the year. And this is definitely not the podcast. You're going to find Alabama, Ohio State. This is the podcast. What? You're going to find those deeper dives, Mr. Luke. We're going we're gonna to visit little towns like San Antonio. Maybe there's a little Roadrunners bet later. I don't know. Might be running across the street. A little roadrunner action. That's right. You know, so we've got you covering all the best bets that in the the conferences that only sharps are talking about, like the Mid American Conference, the MAC Conference. That's right. The American Athletic Conference, the AAC, the Mountain West Conference USA. You know the ones. These are the guys that are in the Chick fil A bowl. The Meineke Muffler Bowl. <laughs> These are those teams, and we're going to be experts. <laughs> That's right. It's those bowls that, like, it's what's January 3rd, and you're waking up from, like, your uh, third party of the season. You're like, oh, God, what's on? This is the, oh, this is the before I go to bed bowl, like, after prime time. <laughs> the Hawaii So when you're on the – that's right. That's right. So when you're on the golf course with your buddies next time and those bowl games are coming up this season and one of them turns to you and says, hey, man, how much you got on the Clemson game? What are you going to tell them? The Clemson game? I got I got the Akron zips under. That's a marsupial, <laughs> by the way. I don't know if you knew that. Luke, I knew you knew that because that's your conference. That's right. That's right. And, uh, you know, hey, it, 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 it is the you're going to impress them with your vast knowledge of those smaller games and the smaller colleges and uh, and playing those spreads. Also, every week, though, this is really cool. We're, we're going to do things a little bit different than, than a lot of podcasts. And toward the end of each podcast, we're going to go deep dive into the world of sports gambling. We're going to discuss trends and controversies from, for instance, uh, the industry's push, have you noticed this, John, to get you and me and everyone listening to like parlay everything and why you're going to lose on everything? One, one game parlay. It's so easy. They give you all these bonuses. <laughs> give $5 and you'll make $200. It's just that easy. But they don't free tell bets, you $5 bets. adds up pretty darn quickly. <laughs> Over yeah, the it does. You're not winning. The really other cool thing we're going to do is we're going to have guests on our show. Join us to discuss some of those topics as well. And we're going to get their expert analysis and and opinion. So a lot of exciting stuff toward the end of our podcast. All right. Well, I did tease it earlier. We're going to the Roadrunners, my friend. Let's go down to San Antonio. Who doesn't like Friday Night Lights? One of my favorite things about college football on Friday nights, Luke, you get to start your weekend off with a winner. And this is one of my favorite bets of the week. Uh, So this is the University of Texas, San Antonio. They're playing Florida International University. And I love the over in this game. So the Roadrunners have one of the best offenses in the country. And they're a very small school. They're ranked 40th for offense in the entire country. Uh, They actually put up, with their level of players, they actually put up 20 points on Texas earlier in the year. So they can pretty much score on anybody. Uh, FIU, on the other hand, they lost 77 to zero a couple of weeks ago to Western Kentucky University. So the beauty How is that possible? This, <laughs> the beauty about this bet is they both have, well, UTSA has a great offense, suspect defense. And obviously, if you're giving up 77 points to anybody, you've got a very suspect defense. So really what I think this bet is about is you're you're betting the over, but you're basically betting can FIU score 14 points. I think if they score two touchdowns, you win this bet easily. That's all you're you're looking for in this bet. And did I mention the- FIU lost to UConn last week? UConn, Ooh. you're gonna bring up later, one of the worst schools 
in the entire country. And these guys Ooh. lost. UConn put up 33 on them. And UConn does not have a very good offense. So this is this is a bet I love. UTSA is in the running to win this conference this year. And FIU is at the bottom. I love this bet. I love the over, 63 and a half. Over 63 and a half. All right, yes. sounds good. Yes. So I'm going to kick things off. My first best bet of the week. We're going to the AAC, the American Athletic Conference. Tulane, which is laying 11 and a half at South Luke, Florida. I, Luke, I believe we have a nickname for this school. <laughs> the Green Wave. The Green Wave. The Green Wave of cash. You've been cashing on them green for the past few weeks. Wave. And who hasn't? God, have you been following Tulane and their defense? You know, this game's going to be in Tampa at, at Raymond James Stadium. The over-under 55. Uh, but I'm not riding the Green Wave spread this week, John. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm off, off the, the wave, folks. You First time in a long time. Board. Look, and here's why. Uh, South Florida's horrible. They're just uh, a completely an awful team. 0-3 against the spread at home, and they're at home this week, of course. The underdog, uh, they've been the underdog in five games this season so far. <laughs> it's just about every game, and they've lost all five games. That's not so, good. I know, and, and when we talk about Tulane's defense, if you've watched any of these uh, games, man, they are just unstoppable, especially in the red zone, allowing just, listen to this, they're allowing just 13 points per game. Yeah, they're giving a little in the air, 151 passing yards, 135 rushing yards, you know, pretty middle-of-the-line numbers there, but they're they're allowing about 32% third-down conversions. South Florida's offense, uh, you know, they're passing a lot. Um, you know, 168 passing yards per game, 181 rushing yards per game. Sounds good, but all of that work, and they're just averaging 24 points per game. Yeah, yeah, they're not going to hit that average. This is a huge defensive uh, of Tulane. I see this game more like 51-52 for the over-under. That's where it should be, I believe. So, again, best bet here, bet the under, 55. I like it. So we started out right away with over-unders, So which, which is kind of some weeks we'll go a lot of spreads. This week we're doing a lot of over-unders. And we're going from the Tulane green wave of cash to the mean green wave of hopefully nice cash in North Texas, folks. Now, that is in a suburb called Denton, Texas. I had to look this up. Very nice that? stadium. It's a new stadium. It's very nice. Very Friday night lights. Very Friday night lights. Now, this is a this is a Saturday game, though. They're playing Louisiana Tech. Both of these teams can score. I actually like the over in this game, and the number is going to scare you a little bit. 70 and a half, and I like the over in this game. Uh, you know when you sent this real yeah when you sent this when you sent this to me today and I looked at it I gotta I gotta be honest it scared me it's yeah I was a little nervous about it myself and I'm diving into the numbers and I'm like man this this is gonna hit uh North Texas has hit four of six overs this year Louisiana Tech has hit four out of five uh North Texas has two running backs on their team that have combined for 850 yards in five games and they've scored uh, almost five touchdowns. So this team can run Louisiana tech's problem. They can't stop the run and they're giving up five and a half yards per carry. These boys from North Texas are going to be very mean. They're going to give me that green cash and I'm going to cash the over on this, my friend and a little bonus bet, a little bonus bet I actually like Louisiana tech to cover here. They have one of the best wide receivers in the entire conference. Big dude. And he's got uh, about 300 yards already in just uh, four games. I really like Louisiana Tech to actually cover the spread. But my more confident bet here is the over 70 and a half. Scary number. But what a fun bet to have. All you're, all you're hoping for is touchdowns all day. Grab a, yeah, beer, that makes... grab a beer. Enjoy your time. And you're going you're gonna to make some money out of it. God, that's a perfect segue for a for a, uh, a, a a drinking game right there. Was it about? Would you can't do a beer a touchdown? No, not a, not in this game. Touchdown? You'll be hammered by halftime. <laughs> and Love it. and Luke, we are daddy sharps. You got to put the kids to bed for this one. <laughs> if you're gonna play the drinking <laughs> game. 
<laughs> yeah, absolutely. Have a conversation with the wife beforehand. Hey, yeah. uh, let's move. Let's move on to. Uh, we're going back to the AAC, John. We're going back to the, my favorite conference. One of my favorite conferences. I love the MAC too. You know, and you love this game too. We got Navy at SMU. SMU's got you know they're they're the favorite, home favorite, minus twelve and a half at home. But the over under fifty eight right there. Look, SMU clearly the better offensive team here. Powerhouse. They're averaging five hundred yards per game, thirty four points per game. Uh, SMU though one for five hitting the over unders. Navy is over two hitting the over unders on the road. So this game comes down to three things for me: Navy's defense, and if you've been watching them play lately, oh my gosh, who you know they, they destroyed Tulsa last week. They stopped time of possession. Oh jeez, that was you, yeah. that was an over waiting to happen, and Navy held Thank, them. Thanks for bringing that one up again. There, John. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Navy's was- D time of possession and turnovers. You know, Navy's defense allowing just uh, 21 points per game, only 86 rushing yards per game. And we know Air Force is that powerhouse ru- uh, rushing game. Uh, turnover differential. You love, you love to tell me about the that's, old that's tour. My favorite turnover right differential. Yep. Yes. Negative yeah, SMU, negative five. Mm-hmm. Navy plus one, which includes nine forced turnovers. Look, this comes down to uh, Navy hold on to the ball, time of possession, too. Um, they have been holding on to the ball uh, for the last three games, an average of 35 minutes per game. Yeah, and uh, they've won do. two of their last three. Tulsa, East Carolina, Air Force, they played, and they beat Tulsa and Air Force pretty handily. Navy is going to run the ball. They're going to make that clock go tick, tick, tick very, very, very quickly. They're going to control that clock. And when SMU gets the ball, Navy's going to force turnovers. The best bet in this game, I'm telling you, under 58 and a half. No one's going to have any time to score anything. Not not to mention two SMU uh, wide receivers I just saw today. Questionable, Jordan Curley and Jake Bailey on the injury report. So I got got two overs. You got two unders. That's very uncommon. That's very uncommon for us. We usually have yeah, not, spreads no. thrown in here, but the spreads just we weren't that good this week. And you'll see it in the NFL too. The spreads uh, last week was real tight with spreads. And this week uh, it's just hard weeks for spreads right now, but the over-unders are killing it this week is what we're saying. Yeah. Very odd. Crunching those numbers and just came up time and time again. And uh, Hey, it is what it is. Let's dive right into NFL now. Kick us off, John. Dun 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 So one of my one of my favorite bets here, and I went I went with this last week too. The Arizona under. So last week Arizona played Philadelphia. For some reason, the public likes betting Kyler Murray and the over, but Kyler Murray can't score in the first half. So I like this total here. It's a fifty-one and a half. A lot of people are going to say, hey, they scored a lot of points the last time they met each other. That was in Arizona, and they had, I think they had a 90-point game, and they had a 70-point game. But the last six times they faced, they're four and two where they hit the under. I really like the under in this game. Uh, And one that I was talking to you about, Luke, one quote that really sticks out in my mind, Kyle Shanahan, the coach for the San Francisco 49ers, when when he went up there, he said, this is a much easier team to game plan for when you don't have to worry about Russell Wilson. I am not buying the Geno, the Geno hype, my friend. I know you're in Seattle. What do you think? The Geno hype. Yeah, I agree with you. I love this. Uh, your pick under, uh, you know, these are two divisional teams, man. They know each other and they know how to, they, these games are always close. And that and is, I just, that's a I high just... total. That's a high total. You don't have to worry about Russ and they don't have no Rashad Penny this week. Oh, he's so, done. Yeah, he's yeah, done for the season. He's done. No, so now they're it. gonna, you know, the the rookie looked good, but he is a rookie, and there will be some hands trying to strip that ball, my friend. So I, I will I be, think this is gonna be an easy under. I think I will I definitely be laying. You're gonna sweat. Nope, I will definitely be laying that bet. And speaking of divisional foes, San Francisco 49ers are at the Atlanta Falcons this weekend, laying five and a half points. Atlanta, the home dog, the under in this game. It's kind of scary at first. Like first glance, I don't know. Atlanta's been scoring a lot of points uh, in last week's game. 49ers look pretty hot. The under is 44 and a half. But here's the deal. Key injuries on both sides, right? Cordell Patterson out for Atlanta. 
San Francisco, their defense is like, I mean, they've already lost Jimmy Ward. Uh, they, they lost Emmanuel Mosley. Um, in, in this week, listen to who might be out, uh, Bosa, Armstead, and uh, Kinlaw. They, they may not play on, on, on the line. So um, for me, this game comes down to quarterbacks. You know, Jimmy G is good, but is he great? I don't know, man. Is he great? I, jury's still out. Come on. <laughs> you know what he's great for is unders because he hands the ball off and they chew a lot of clock up. That's what he's great for. <laughs> And how about Mariota? Uh, you know, he's not going to get the Falcons those yards that, that they need to, to win this game. Did you know that the Falcons, I read the stat today, and I couldn't believe it. The Falcons have only one receiver with more than 15 receptions on the year so far. That's that's ridiculous. I'm gonna, that, that's, I have not heard that. That's crazy. And I'm going to guess it's Ayuk. I, you know, uh, uh, I don't know. It's got to be. That's my guess. I, th- I think, I I think like it is. It's my fan He's, he's, he's my fantasy player, and it, it, it is. Uh, look, 49ers are going to run run the clock out. They're going to run a lot. Uh, their D is down, but their defense is tough to handle, even if they're injured. Uh, look for a really slow game here. My best bet, definitely take the under 44.5 points. I like it. I like it. Uh, my next bet here. So some people may be a little a little curious about this bet, but I like it. Jacksonville at Indy over 42. Once again, an, another low number. I just heard the stat today, though. You know, the average score right now in the NFL is 43 points per game. Total points scored. Seriously. Like, it, it's an 11-year low. So when we're saying 42 is a low number, 44 and a half is a low number, it's actually not that low when you look at all the scores. The only people scoring right now are Detroit <laughs> And Geno Smith the last two weeks. But that's Geno Smith. <laughs> that's why we're going against. But uh, with, this game here, with this game here, there's a shutout in the last one. Jacksonville shut out in Indianapolis earlier in the year. But now Jonathan Taylor's back. These two teams have been turnover machines. And I love that because it's going to set up some short fields. So Trevor Lawrence, I think, has turned it over seven times in the last two games. And we all know. Uh, what's been going on with Matt Ryan. That guy fumbles, interceptions. I think it's going to set up some, even if they're not touchdowns, it's going to set up some nice field goal opportunities. And one stat that I really liked on this, 5-0 and in the last five Jacksonville games. They've been over, 5-0. and So this is a, definitely an over that I like a lot, especially with those turnovers baked in there. Yeah, I, lo- I love that, too. A lot of turnovers and Matty Ice, man. He's and you get melting, Jonathan Taylor melting. back. Jonathan Jonathan Taylor basically had a midweek bye or a midseason bye. He he took uh, that last game off against Denver with the hurt ankle. He's back now. Uh, I, I really think he's going to come out on this game. I love it. I know he's your guy on fantasy, too, so you're pretty happy about that with your fantasy team. But, uh, yeah, he, yeah, that O-line is strong, man. It's still strong. Uh, he, he, every, he's going to get a – he looked there at home on the turf. He's going to get a blowout game. He, yeah. He's coming. He's got it coming, right? I think so. And Trevor Lawrence is not that bad of a quarterback. He's a good quarterback. You're only saying that because he's my fantasy football quarterback. I'm trying to, I'm trying to keep my fellow daddy sharp in the money. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a good thing we make money on bets. Cause I don't think we're going to make it on fantasy this year. <laughs> no. No, I've kind of, I've kind of dismissed that. But you are, you are going to make money on this next bet. Um, I do like I'm, this. Yeah, I'm loving your bets, man. I, I'm really, I, I'm loving them. But here, you know, Carolina Panthers at the Rams. Uh, Rams are, uh, you know, their favorite ten and a half. I, you know, it's the yeah. Rams. You're going to lay that. I don't know about that. But the under, the under is scary too. Uh, Forty one uh, for the over under. Uh, but, but here's my, here's the deal. Here's the deal. This is what sold me. You start diving into this thing. Panthers are just, they're beyond struggling, right? One and four. They just fired their head coach. Uh, you know, this week, no Baker Mayfield, no Sam Darnold. They got a third stringer, third year in the league, PJ Walker. Ever hear of PJ Walker? This is a, I think he's a arena football fame. <laughs> that, Look, that all due res- yeah. All due respect. He, he's on the roster. Uh, yeah. It's something I couldn't do, but, uh, I mean, I don't know. You're stepping in, and, and and you've got all eyes on you after you know you're down a coach and two quarterbacks. Yep. Jeez, uh, trade rumors about Christian McCaffrey floating around there. What's going on with that team? The only upside is really the Panthers' pass defense. 
And then we move to the Rams. They got struggles of their own. They have scored less than 10 points three times this season. Stafford, as we all try to bet against him, finds a way to turn the ball over every game. And, and I, you know, to, does he only have one receiver? Is, yeah. is he the only guy that gets open? It's unbelievable that Allen Robinson has not been able to to emerge in that offense. It's unreal. It's not just not clicking. I don't get it, man. The Rams D of course is going to be salivating with PJ Walker behind the, you know, uh, yeah. you know, third stringer in the game. Uh, but I, I got to tell you all of that combined with this, that the Panthers have not scored more than 20 points since week one best bet for me under 41, you know, it could be a breakout game for the Rams. I the Rams might cover 10 and a half. I don't know. Uh, I, I, I bet they do. But I don't think the Panthers do. Panthers do nothing in this one. And I, I love this bet, especially with the trade rumors. And you've watched enough football. We both watched enough football over the years. When there's a guy that is about to be traded, if he gets hurt in a game, they're going to lose all value. So they're going to – it's almost like you better watch this game on Sunday morning. He might be a surprise inactive, McCaffrey, you know what I mean? And you're going to wish you had that under now. Because then the under is going to drop like a rock. Yeah, absolutely. You don't play a guy if you're really serious about trading them, right? Uh, yeah. Eesh. Yep. I, I like that the, bet a lot. And the Rams fall from grace, a Super Bowl champ. They're just, you know, they're they're key areas where they're where they're lacking. Um, and and they lost, you know, their best offensive lineman to retirement. They lost uh, Odell Beckham Jr., yep. a good receiver that, that you know, top off. right? Mm. But but spread the DBs around because you got to compensate for them, right? You, you you got to, and and look where they're hurting, man. They're hurting in uh, in pass protection, uh, the, you know, forcing Stafford to make bad decisions, and uh, you know, a couple key players here and there, and and it's like a different team. Yeah, and this is a. This is a team, these Rams have been a team that me and you have actually made a lot of money off of over the last two seasons. And we made money off of them by betting against them and betting unders. Like this is, when we talk about turnovers, Stafford kills spreads and there's no way Stafford's going to be able to cover 10 and a half. You think with his, with his uh, turnover ratios? I'm not touching the spread. Uh, yeah. I, so, but I don't, I, oh God, I want to say yes. I want to say yes, hundred percent, but it, it, it scares me too much. It, it yeah. really does. Hey, Hey John. Hey, those are our bets. Baby. Is, those are our bets. It is, Get them it, in. It's time. It's time now for daddy sharps, deep dive. That the first daddy sharp, deep dive. That's right. And we're going to kind of take This is it. like the front of the brain. We're not even in the back of the brain. That's like episode 50. <laughs> but we're in the front. And it's going to and it's going to get serious. Can get serious in the weeks ahead. But you know, tonight we're going to talk about something that uh, you know, I think all of our listeners can can really identify with. And that's kind of why I wanted to touch on this. And I want to ask you a bunch of questions about your experiences here along the way as well. Of course, um I want to talk about why we all do this. And I mean all of us because if you're listening, uh, you're also out there crunching the numbers, doing the research. So you got to know, and you've asked yourself before, what's this all about? Why am I doing this? John, why are you doing this? So as you'd mentioned earlier, we used to be in TV journalism. So you're always used to asking questions, doing the research. Once we got out of journalism, that part of your life kind of goes away. So then we started betting sports a little bit. I can't look at a number on a board and I've got to question it. Like, why is Jacksonville six and a half? Why isn't it five and a half? Why isn't it seven and a half? And I went down a rabbit hole. I have not come out of for the last <laughs> five years. It seems like, so I, I just started getting more and more into it. And that grind is what I really enjoyed. And it kind of replaced that, that old career that we used to have. It kind of replaces that. And then you can actually make some pretty good money at it. So that's that's how I got into it. And I think your story was kind of similar too, right? Oh, absolutely. You know, and I I've told you this, I don't know, countless times. You know, there was a um there was a trip that we we took with all of our buddies uh to yeah. Vegas. This is years and years ago. And uh the annual and I, trip. <laughs> yeah, the annual trip. And uh and I uh I came running back from the sports book and I said, I hey, I got I got I got some tickets, I got the tickets, and I 
And uh, I think the Yankees were playing the Mets, and I, and I bet that it was in September, first week of football. So you know the the regular season for Major League Baseball is winding down, and I bet on the Yankees. And one of the guys in our group turned to me and said, "What? Why'd you pick the Yankees?" And I didn't have an answer. There was zero answer. I, I, yes. I was like, "Yeah, why? Why did I bet the Yankees?" And from that moment on, it was just like the the light bulb when I was like, "You know what? I, I cannot." start laying money down when I don't even know why I'm doing it. Well, who would do that? It's like throwing exactly. money out the window. Yeah. Yeah. Um, those days are over. <laughs> and the days of parlays where the ticket goes from your wrist to your elbow, those days are over. This is not, if you're a parlay guy, this is not the podcast for you, my friends. And when we give these picks, they are not meant to be parlayed altogether. They are single bets, but that's another deep dive on a different day. <laughs> you know, I, I'm, uh, I'm curious because I know that we, we've, since we've uh, really uh, grown our, our within this whole um, area that, you know, we've always talked about, you know, the thrill of actually coming up with the numbers and crunching the data and, and figuring out and, 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 you know, what's what and, and what does this mean and why and what's pushing the spread here? Uh, I, we just love that research. Um, yes. How confident do you feel after, you know, Sunday night uh, NFL, you're sitting there watching the game, but you're also crunching data on the latest, uh, you know, college and NFL and you're looking for the week ahead. Um, you know, what, what is your where's your confidence level when those numbers start coming in? You start putting those initial pieces together. Oh, it's it feels good. It's gotten to the point now where you can watch a game and you can tell in one play, you're like, oh, no, I, it could be a play in the third quarter. And you're like, oh, no, I just I just lost my bet. And somebody will say, no, there's there's 20 minutes left in this game. No, that's a mistake that you can't come back from <laughs> in the way I that it was bet. For instance, tonight uh, we just got finished watching one of the most thrilling NFL football games I've ever seen in my life, the Washington Redskins, the Washington Commanders, excuse me, the Washington Commanders versus the Chicago Bears. But uh, the longer you do this, you can see certain plays. And when, uh, for anybody that watched that game, when they missed a two-point conversion, I knew my spread was in grave danger. And I barely escaped that one, dude. <laughs> barely escaped it. But uh, I got I got Washington plus one. But uh, when you start making bets like this, you can you can almost tell the play that's going to either win it or lose it for you. Pick sixes are depending on what you bet. If you bet the under and there's a pick six, oh, it's danger. <laughs> when you yeah, or or. Or a fumble on a on a, a punt return that was great because uh, I was on the other side of that bet today. But you know, here's part of that deal though. Here's part of that deal. If if I've always found, and I, I'd love your reaction to, and I wonder if you listeners are, are kind of feel the same way. If you find value in that number, you've done your research, you, you've really bought into the data that you've come up with, and maybe you listen to other people and compare notes. And but when you find value in that number and you buy it and you own it that's my oh, number yeah. you, you know, oh, anyone any other explanations uh you know that just that feeling you know that feeling that uh that you've you, you've you've arrived there with purpose yes am i right yes if if we have time i have a little story about that i would love to hear a story about that you were you were involved in this story our 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 group was against us last last february during the super bowl when the Rams went, everybody said the Rams are going to win by a million. What did me and you think after we did all the research? You got to take the Bengals plus three and a half. Got to take them. Then the number went to four and a half. Got to take the Bengals plus four and a half. <laughs> we ended up winning that bet easily. One of, one of my most favorite moments in sports betting. When the entire world went on the Rams and because of your research, you knew exactly where to go. You knew exactly what the number was and you knew we knew the number before it even came out. We knew the number before the end of the championship games where That's the right. number was going to be. And we bought it right away. Fantastic. That's right. That Then that was a comfortable Super Bowl to watch too, just to get sit back and actually relax and watch, <laughs> you know, yeah. Yep. You didn't have to sweat a thing. Yeah, that yeah. was awesome. What a what a what a what a great memory to end on. And um, 
Hey, let's do the recap, man. Recap our best bets for everyone listening. I'll kick it off. Best bet Navy SMU. We both like the under 58 and a half. Tulane, South Florida. We both like the under 55 there. Here come the, here come the scary ones. The mean green of North Texas, Louisiana Tech game over 70 and a half. The UTSA Roadrunners, FIU, over 63 and a half. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I'm, I'm with you. you. You made a strong case. I'm with you on that. Carolina moving to the NFL. The Carolina Panthers at the LA Rams. We are both on the under there, under 41. Uh, Jacksonville at Indianapolis. We both like the over 42. Yeah, I love we, it. Love that one. Love the San Francisco at Atlanta, under 44 and a half. And finally, the Arizona at Seattle. Go against the people. Take the under 51 and a half. That's right. We're doing it. We're doing it. I believe in Gino. I'm sorry, but I just do. <laughs> well, you can believe in Gino. I just wanted to win by, you know, 30 to 10. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> and he will. And he will. And on that note, everyone, hey, that's going to do it for us. The very first episode episode number one of the daddy sharps podcast dun, 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 dun. daddy sharp then be sure to tune in every week for our best bets we'll see you back here next week everyone have a great week <laughs>